everybody. It's Kai here with a new episode of the Corner Office Podcast. Today, we're diving into the business of America's Test Kitchen. That business being the multi-decades-old food media enterprise that includes America's Test Kitchen, the PBS show, Cook's Illustrated Magazine, Cook's Country, the PBS show and magazine, a podcast, it's called Proof, by the way, a ton of cookbooks, a subscription-based website, online cooking classes, a cooking club for kids, you get the idea. The guy running all of that is America's Test Kitchen CEO, David Nussbaum. David, welcome to the program. Thank you, Kai. Chairman of the board and CEO of America's Test Kitchen, you may be. We should say at the outset, you're not really a cook, though, right? I am very much of an amateur cook, <laughs> and I became that when I joined the company. So I would not claim to be a cook. In the company of professionals. Um, so what do you Correct. do? How do you, as the guy running the enterprise, maintain the voice for which America's Test Kitchen is so well known? Well, um, you know, my job really is to build the company and to, you know, build a strategy uh, that helps us move to more platforms, to reach more people, to uh, reach new geographies, um, to help our people identify trends, uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, make the business bigger and more profitable. Uh, what What are your new platforms? I mean, probably people know you best for the television show... Um, the magazine, of course, Cook's Illustrated, which, full disclosure, we were once upon a time subscribers to in my house. Um, Thank you. Where, where else are you going? A lot of places, actually. Uh, first of all, we have a digital website uh, that is subscription only, mm. and it's one of the largest, I think, in the country outside of kind of the big newspapers. Mm-hmm. We have uh, over 420,000 subscribers to that website. Um, it's It's gated. So unlike most websites, you cannot get any information free. Well, uh, we all right. So, have... so wait. So hang on right there for a minute, because I can go online and get a recipe for pretty much everything and not have to pay anybody a dime. That's right. That really is the beauty of our model. And, and every other company that offers a recipe, it's free. Yeah. And in fact, you can Google you know almost anything and you'll get seven different recipes right, right. for the same thing. You'll get videos. But what you will not get is the America's Test Kitchen touch. And what that is is that we test every recipe between 40 and 60 times. We spend an average of $10,000 on every recipe. So when you use use our recipe... $10,000? per recipe. And um, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less, but that's the average. So when you use our recipe, and if you follow it carefully, the food will be perfect and the presentation will be magnificent. And no one else can make that claim. Okay. All of which, yes, fine. And and I I appreciate the rigor that you bring. But isn't cooking a little bit of the, hey, let's try some of this and see what happens, as opposed to you must put 14 grams of flour and then two grams of sugar or whatever it is? Well, it depends. Do you want a meal that's really, 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 really good and has been tested by pros? Or do you want to kind of take a shot and hope that it comes out well? <laughs> you know, so uh, I think most of us would love to cook a meal for our families or our friends that they say is really delicious. Uh, I, I can't go too much farther in this interview without acknowledging the, the 800-pound bow-tied gorilla in the room, Chris <clears throat> Kimball, who we have recently had on this program. And I don't want to get into the back and forth that you all have had. But I do want to point out that the the icon of this company departed, and it does not seem to have hurt the business model at all. You guys are doing all right. Well, the uh, ratings of the two TV shows have grown. The revenue of the business has grown. The profits have grown. We've moved into new markets like podcasts. So we wish him well, but the company rocks on because we have 50 
test cooks who are the best in the world. We have people on our digital side that are the best in the world. Uh, and we have stars. You know, the, the strength of the TV shows is has always been really the ensemble. It's not one person. Mm-hmm. And so he did leave. But we have, you know, really superstars like Bridget and Julia and Jack and Adam who have been there for 20 years. So um, good luck to Mr. Kimball. We're doing quite fine ourselves. Why did you take this job? Huh, that's a really good question. Uh, you know, my my history is that I've run companies backed by private equity. Yeah. And uh, what that means is, is that I've been hired to come into a company larger than ATK, actually. Generally, it's a company that is highly levered, and my job was to build the company and sell it. That's a really hard job mm. um, because you're constantly managing expenses. You know, you're constantly for sale. Your staff knows that. And I decided... Yeah. Back in 2015, when I sold my last company, that I don't want to do that anymore. You know, I want to find a place that can be a home that's privately held, that we invest in the business and don't think about the next quarter. And I looked around, and America's Test Kitchen was the very best of them. What are your markers for success? Other, other than the easy stuff of more clicks or, or more viewership, how are you going to know you got it right? Well, uh, it's really interesting because the the markets we have lots of of, of KPIs, obviously. You know, in Key terms of indicators, yeah, yes, sir. So that could be anything from number of downloads to the podcast to the ratings on the TV shows to the circulation of the magazines. But what I would, would say is is the key marker is when we go out into the field and we are among our fans. How passionate are they about our business and our people? And I can tell you that it is almost cult like. The passion that people have for America's Test Kitchen and Cook's Country and uh, Cook's Illustrated, it's just really nothing I've ever seen before. Um, when I, I've been to events with Bridget and Julia, and as we walk up the event, you'd think I was with Michelle uh, uh, Obama and the ex-president. So uh, they are that kind of a superstar amongst our fans. So that's really the way we, we at the core, judge it outside of the, you know, the same KPI, KPIs that almost any business would use. So what, do you, what keeps you up at night? What's your worst nightmare? Well, you know, we are the leaders uh, in the recipe development, in uh, everything being paid for. Uh, and, and what keeps me up at night is that as the leader, people are always gunning for you. So it's always mm-hmm. the competition. And uh, we have kind of paved the road for um, websites that you have to pay for. And for example, Bon Appetit is about to drop uh, its, um, you know, its gate, and people have to pay for that because hmm. they kind of follow to see what we've done. The New York Times obviously has broken out a subscription for cooking, so it's a competition, you know. But mm-hmm. that keeps us sharp and that keeps us running fast. Let me ask you a demographics question here. I imagine that your television show audience skews older. What you're looking for probably, though, in these digital properties and, and podcasts is is the not older audience, yeah? Well, that is partially true. Okay. I mean, you know, we love our core audience, and you're right. The demographics are about 65% female, probably 50 and 55 and up, uh, fairly well-to-do, big home cooks. And we love those people, and we want them to be on our podcast. We want them to view our our you know, YouTube videos, but we also want to gr- grow the younger, you know, demographic too. And one of the ways we're doing that is through things like YouTube. Yeah. Um, we recently relaunched our YouTube channel, and we did that about a year ago. And we've added 600 new videos in that in that six year period, in that two year period. 
and uh, the the YouTube um, uh, demographics are really the reverse of what the TV shows are. It's about sixty huh. percent male, forty percent female. You know, the average age is about thirty. Um, huh. So we think with that we have a really nice combination. You know, between those two, uh, you know, those two business lines. You know, the podcast is a little bit harder to know exactly the demographics, but yeah. it does definitely screw younger. Yeah, that that gender thing about YouTube versus broadcast is fascinating. Um, I started with a cooking question. I will end with a cooking question, and and it goes like this: um, How much of what you do at America's Test Kitchen is uh, responding to how we're cooking now versus leading us, if you will, guiding us to uh, cook in a certain way? Well, it's, it's really a combination because one of the other you know special attributes of our recipes that I should have mentioned earlier is that we have a group of about 35,000 people who have volunteered to test our recipes. So as we're going through that 40 to 50 time testing, uh, we send out these recipes to our home testers. They will test the recipes. They will give us feedback, and we will kind of adapt the recipe based on the feedback we get. So um, we the, the the process of how our recipes evolve is partially our our chefs and our cooks and our editors, and partially the input of our fans and and people who are actually in their home kitchens mm-hmm. cooking. So it's kind of the perfect combination. David Nussbaum is the chairman and the CEO, definitely not uh, the head chef uh, at America's Test Kitchen. David, thanks a lot. Thank you. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Corner Office Podcast. Subscriptions to this podcast, totally free, by the way. So if you haven't already subscribed, what are you waiting for? If you liked what you heard, leave us a rating, would you, or a review on Apple Podcasts. This episode of the Corner Office Podcast was produced by Bridget Bodner. Marketplace is produced by Nancy Fargali. Satar Nieves is the executive director of On Demand. Deborah Clark is the senior vice president and general manager. I'm Kai Rizdal. New episodes in a couple of weeks. Thank you.